welcome to the American Israelite Podcast, Let There Be Light Podcast. Uh, today is Wednesday, September 30th, and I am one of your hosts, Ted Deutsch, and I am here with my co-host, Julie Brooke. Yes, and I also would like to say that today is the 12th day of Tishrei, 5781. Oh, that's true. We are in a new year now. We're in a new year. How was your... Well, how was your fast? Was it meaningful? Uh, yes, it was. I was trying to focus on, you know, besides the physical part of the fast, which, um, and it was, it was the physical part was easy, except for my legs were kind of sore. Um, well, they were cramping up from being dehydrated. Cramp- yeah, and, and standing. Uh, you do so much standing during the day, during the service. So you actually went to a service? In- yes, yes. Okay. So that is, uh, no, not that one. <laughs> sure. Back that up a little bit. That was at Shari Torah. Okay. Uh, on the inside, there was a uh, an inside in the morning, and then there was an outside in the morning too. And then um, we came back in the uh, evening for uh, so we were there for for uh, Kol Nidre at night. Outside or inside? Inside. It was inside, and then there was also a huge tent that was outside for Kol Nidre. Then in the morning, you came back, and there was inside and outside in the morning. Actually, I was there was a, there was a 7 a.m. inside, wow. an 8.30 outside, and then back inside at 10 a.m. on, um, we started about 10, about 10.20 on uh, the morning, and we finished around 2. Um, it was, it's a long day. I mean, yeah. it's a long day, and you're physically... Um, challenge. It's challenging. Um, but I, you know, uh, did fine. I mean, except my legs cramping up and hurting a little bit. Um, the davening, the, the, I have to give a shout out to Rabbi uh, Goldschmidt at uh, Charitra. He was, he was very, like, inspirational. He was, and he just, the amount of energy he had for the whole day of doing that service was really tremendous. Yeah. And we had other other people help out in Dobbin, but he was just really inspirational. I mean, I was inspired by his uh, his davening. It was just very inspirational. Well, we we sat on our porch and we <laughs> zoomed at Israel. Okay. And Rabbi Shadel and Rabbi Smolkin, they did a beautiful job, and the choir was beautiful, and also uh, Mr. Cohn was singing beautifully. Um, and then when that ended, we switched over to, to Park Synagogue from New York. Okay, okay. And we took a walk, and we watched the Zoom as we walked. It was very good. I was singing along. It was, uh, they have a cantor there named um, Avi, Avi Schwartz, I believe okay, it is. And okay. unbelievable cantor. I th- he was trained in Israel. Cole Nidre. Yeah, and he had his so son saying, singing yeah. too. Right. And it was really very, very beautiful. And then the next day, we watched Adith again. Uh, well, they Col did a very good Col job. Nidre is a it's a very moving service. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're you know, if you, and it, and some people are so really gifted in that to, to, to deliver that song. It, it really is. It's it's inspirational. I think it it's, it's yeah. it really kind of sets the tone and the mood and um, for uh, for you know just the whole day and and. Well, and then when you have uh, good singers, and of yes. course, Adith has some very well-trained singers f- Ex- yeah, who were, n- exactly. some of them have been trained, and right. some have not, um, and then I, w- I grew up at a temple called B'nai Torah, which is no more, and we had Cantor Phrases, 
And actually, I just came upon, um, there was someone sending around from things from my town in Highland Park, a tape of him oh. from 1985. I probably was there because I was probably. St- still living in uh, Chicago then. I probably was at that service where they had cantor. And he was a traditional cantor. It was beautiful singing. Just it's, it's very, uh, yeah, it's I, I, I'm definitely inspired by a lot of that stuff. That really, it, it really sparks my, it, it speaks to my neshama. It speaks yeah. to my soul. And uh it's just very inspirational and, and truly, uh, it's just it's amazing and it's it's really wonderful. Well, I understand at Park a- Park Avenue Synagogue, a lot of them are on Broadway as well. So, so exactly, so uh, they had this, yeah, they have yeah. they have two cantors, two rabbis, and then they have an associate, and then they also have like a fellow, someone in training. So, because I looked it all up to see where we were at, but um, it's wonderful, beautiful, it was wonderful. yeah, very very beautiful. So everybody. Uh, you know, came through out the fasting all right, and uh, I was trying to focus on exactly what you were saying, and, and, and that is focusing on my deeds for last year and, and, and asking for forgiveness. And um, I got uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, just very hungry and, uh, you know, gets, when you're, you kind of get hangry. Yeah, you get hangry. <laughs> you get hangry. How did you break the fast? Uh, at the house. We just went home and had some food at the house. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I I have this. I'm on this yogurt kick right now, with this. Uh, just uh, no, just this plain uh, yogurt. You don't plain, put anything, no honey, nothing in there. Uh, no, just uh, uh, like blueberries because it doesn't raise my sugar level. Oh, that's good. So I don't have like I'll have maybe strawberries or blueberries, but it's just it's just plain, but just uncultured, you know, just yeah. plain yogurt. Well, I'm just so used to going to someone's house. We usually go to our friends and right, right. It's all, and everything's changed. It's really so, delicious kugels and bagels and cream yes. cheeses. And I can't eat any of those kugels okay. and, or, and, or, or And Iris bagels. makes amazing rugelach. She actually dropped off some for me ahead of time for the holidays so I could I have see, I'd like to just have one bite of that, and that would be about it for a year. <laughs> it's like my whole bite for like one, and I have to like remember that for like a long time because... Mm-hmm. I can't eat any of that stuff anymore. Yeah, well, so. you can well, smell I, it. Yeah, well, I can like <laughs> lick it, just you know, like oh yes, and then just you have to throw it out. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, last week we talked about um that Jacob James store yes, in yes, Hyde Park, yes, and yes. I told you that I would look into why Michelle named okay, it Jacob right, James, right. and so I, I actually got to talk to her. Okay, it's lovely, and she told me they arrived at the name because it was actually the name of the Stanford stunt. You remember, she took over the business from Stanford Jewelry, oh, and so right. it was their Stanford, son, Stanford, 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 Stanford Jewelry, Stanford. and it's their son, and she said it's like a homage to them. Oh, okay. So, uh, the son's name was Jacob James. One was Jacob, and one was James. Oh, 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 Jacob Stafford, James Stafford. Stafford. I yeah. think the James, James Stafford was the owner. Well, the maybe father. it was Juni- Junior. You maybe know, it was, okay, ju- the two sons were okay. Junior. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you know what when someone's called Trip? Do you know what that is? Triplet. Triple. The, tri- the triple. That's the third one. Well, I would have been and, Trip. And Chip is the second because he's a chip, chip off, off the, the old, old block. block. Right, yeah. Right. Right. So um, we're watching a show called uh, Little Fires Everywhere, and one of the kids is named uh, Trip. So, uh, so and the uh, the other thing we talked about last week was the Genesis Prize. So, okay, I, okay. what was that all about? Did you right. do you know what it's called in Hebrew? It's called Prize Beshert for Genesis. Beshert. Beshert. It looks like B, Beit, Resh, Aleph, Shin, Yud, Tav. 
isn't that Bashir? Uh, Bereshit. Bereshit. Bereshit in the Bereshit. beginning. Bereshit. Yeah. yeah. Bereshit, Bereshit, which is we're yeah. coming up on, I think, next week. Right. So yes. it's a million-dollar annual prize huh? awarded to Jews who have attained excellence, which they attribute to Jewish values. Okay. Um, and it was set up in, in 2012 by three Russian oligarchs. And uh, every year it's given out to someone. Some of the winners have been Michael Bloomberg. Right. Michael Douglas. Itzhak Perlman, Anish Kapoor, Natalie Portman, who wouldn't come to her service because she didn't want to be associated with the politics of Netanyahu, and now Netanyahu is not involved. Um, Robert Kraft, who we will talk about later. Yes, we will talk about Robert Kraft. And this Kraft. year's winner was Natan. He's in the news this yes. week. Yes, and this year's winner was uh, Natan Sharansky. And like everything else, there's fighting over the award, you know. Unfortunate. Yeah, but, but uh, oh, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually won a Lifetime Achievement in 2018. So uh, it, it talks about Jewish values, which is something that we talk about at this time of the year. So it happens in the beginning. It happens when we're getting near those holidays where we start reading over the Torah, and it's all wound into one. So we also want to, we also have to say every every show, but the views expressed are just our opinion. <laughs> the and minute I mention her, you they, have to say they that. They are not the opinion <laughs> of the American Israelite or anybody else, for that matter. Well, I think we well, have Well, Natalie is co- quite political. Well, Natalie um, is quite political. She's, to, you know, she's, uh, her mo- grandmother was at Cedar Village, Cedar, so she used mm-hmm. to come into town quite often to go visit grandma. Right, and she's, have Grater's ice cream. Great, and she's, but she's Big very, fan of she's, Grater's ice cream. She's very political. Yeah. We want to kind of shy away. Well, from last the week you had Ray, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she passed yes, away, yes. And, and and the Democrat. And this year it's it, this week it's okay because you have LaRose on here, <laughs> and he's a Republican. Um, and our cover story is about how Ohio. That was is, a good lead-in. Yeah. <laughs> how Ohio is prepared to hold safe and fair elections despite the COVID nineteen challenges, and you know that we have a lobbying group. From Cincinnati? Yeah, well, Ohio Jewish Communities is our lobbying right, group, right. and it represents us and our interests, and the director of which is uh, Mr. Howie, Howie Bagelman. Right, Bagelman. And mm-hmm. they went up to Columbus to talk about some of the issues. You know, there's two very sensitive issues. One is how we cannot vote online, and the second issue is, is that the postage isn't free. And both of these huh. things can hamper different populations. There's some people who don't know how to go online and vote, so we wouldn't want them to have to be forced to do that. And then the other is there's people who can't actually afford to get a stamp or don't know how to get a stamp or don't have access to stamps. So those are two issues that come up. we need to point that out. You just go to the post office and it's 50 cents. Right, that's all it is. (laughs) But it's... Sometimes if it's you difficult. Can't get to the post office, right? Especially so in COVID nineteen, there's people who are isolating. Mm-hmm. So there's all sorts of issues wrapped up, and the Ohio Jewish communities, along with the uh, Jewish Community Relations Council, have gone and have have worked on this H Bill six eighty, which is also looking to make sure that 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 the we had How funding to pay for, for funding for absentee ballot so, postage, right, right? Right. And LaRose says that right. we have the money, but unfortunately right. it's too late to send the legislature through and he can't do it because that is something that has to be voted on by our well, state legislature. Well, we definitely want to point out if you, you know, a situation where you want to go vote, just go get a hold of uh, um, Cincinnati uh uh, Board of Elections as down on Smith Road in Norwood. Right. Easily accessible by you know, car, or you could probably take a bus there, and they will help you 
Just to make sure you wear a mask. You wear a mask, and they're there. well, they're right. following all the procedures. I right. think there's some there's some large number of procedures he says he's following mm-hmm. in here when you read the article, and um, they will keep you. Fi- One of the most important things that you have to remember is to get your ballot in on time and, right. and to sign it. They had a lot oh, of ballots okay. that were rejected because people didn't sign oh, the, okay. the envelope. The outside envelope, I believe, oh, requires I didn't know a, that. a signature. Yeah, you should be gar- starting to get the uh, ballots this week at your house. I did. You know, I sent in a. Was it the primary that was back in... Right, it was, was in that, June. It was supposed to be earlier. And I never signed my thing. You might have signed it. It says to sign it on the outside of the envelope. Oh, I don't remember signing it. Maybe it was. Re- it might have been rejected because I didn't sign it. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's you have to, to sign If it says to sign, yeah, there's a signature oh, line. There is that. a line that says to oh, sign okay. it, and they if highlight it, says, it usually okay. in yellow. They're very okay. good about highlighting okay. it. I'm sure you saw that. Uh, for this election, though, if unfortunately sure that, that you, you forget signed, to sign, yes, yes, you know, it's not going to be any good. Your vote wouldn't count. Yeah. Right. Make yeah. sure you sign the, uh, if you're doing uh, absentee, make sure you sign it. But that, we also want to encourage everybody to go vote. Right. We're not discussing candidates or who to vote for, but we are saying go vote. Right. And there used you to know. be this golden period in Ohio where you could both register and vote at the same time. Now, actually, the last day to register is October 5th. That the, would be next Monday? Right. No. Um, when is mon- when the 5th? Monday. Well, the 1st. Monday, because the 4th okay, is so, Sunday. Okay, so Sunday's the 4th. So, so the Monday to, is the last day to okay. register. This and coming Monday, well, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it within um, a couple of days of that. So so that's the um, last day to register is Monday, and okay. then early voting begins October 6th. So there's no more that golden so period. Yeah. There's okay. no more. And just remember to put a stamp on it and to sign it. Sign your ballot. Okay. Yeah. So moving on. Um, and we have Aubrey Herman receives the 2025 Star Wealth Management Award, which yes. is very nice. I actually do yoga with his wife Arlene. I have a good time with oh, Arlene. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we even get to sit near. You know, we don't. We sit. We do our yoga and mats. Like we try to be but six you feet have, apart. Right. You have to do the social. And we do it outside thing. or oh, we're zooming okay. it. Yeah, okay. we're doing it outside. We've kind of commandeered a part of a section of Blue Ash Park that we all oh. meet at. And we have a teacher. The one that comes right out behind the, uh, the behind the rec center. Right, and I had lunch. I have lunch there. Yeah, there's with an auditorium that I there, noticed. It's a wonder. You, no one was knows, using even it. Knows right. that place exists. It's, well, it's they a actually, wonderful little park. The city of Bluish has events there normally every yeah. in the summer. I believe it's maybe a Thursday nights they have plays going on there. So I noticed that no one was using it. And so during COVID at the beginning, I actually took right. my iPad over and I would zoom my classes. And then I told the yoga instructor. So we started all meeting there. It's a great little. It really is a wonderful little Keeps spot. Us dry. It keeps the yeah. sun off of us, yeah. we, and it has got plugs in there, so we plug in our iPads, and she zooms to people at home. But Arlene is there with me, and sometimes okay. I sit next to her. Well, and we want to congratulate him. He's yes. been a uh, wealth advisor for many years, and uh, he's done does wonderful work. And, uh, and the award goes to less than seven percent of the wealth management managers in this area. Right. So he's part of Ameriprise Financial for twenty years, and. Uh, He's located at 4901 Hunt Road, and uh, if you contact him and uh, if you have any kind of questions about your finances. Right, a mazel tov to him. Mazel tov to him. Also, we want to bring up that uh, there is an ad running from from our, our legal advisor, <laughs> Mike Ganson, because uh, someone forgot to write down that it was 5781 in his ad. <laughs> so it is in there this week, and it is... <laughs> Correct, because it is fifty-seven eighty-one. He's wishing everyone a good fifty-seven, a wonderful. What did it say 50, last week? It said fifty-seven eighty. Oh, and that was the mistake, and it's fifty-seven eighty-one. <laughs> okay, so moving right <laughs> along, 
uh, we come upon Wise Temple begins a new year of downtown lunch and learn seminars. And I've actually gone to several of these. Uh, before COVID hit, I would go down. And when, I, when we worked downtown and had an office, I would just walk down there. And uh, they always had kosher food for me and uh, just, you know, food. And uh, some of the lectures were excellent. And I just, I love going to uh, Shears and, and learning. Um, it's part of what I do. And it's really, uh, I, I always enjoy learning different um, ideas and learning different uh, philosophies of life. And uh, so these are coming up this year. They're going to start back up um, in October. Right. And they have a couple of very good topics. Yes. Um, they have one on what's Mishnah anyway. They have one next March on the TV series Unorthodox. And it talks about that there's the book that goes with it by Debbie Feldman, which I read the book was very good. Uh, got kosher in April of next year. So a lot of good topics. So these are going to be online now until the till the till the pandemic ends. Right. Yeah. I was really surprised to see how good our calendar is getting filled up again, which is really nice to see. Zoom or not, it's good to see things and events going on. Well, next week um, you have uh, well starting starting now you've got Arab Sukkot. Um, uh, Sukkot starts Sukkot starts on Saturday Friday night and Saturday and Sunday this year. And then, um, so everybody's getting their sukkah up, putting their sukkahs up. Well, and In fact, you are going to bring up your sukkah. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you about my sukkah. So we're going um, out of town, and I got a pop-up sukkah, and I got twinkle lights that are solar, so they don't need to be plugged in. I ordered a... How, how, how big is this sukkah? It's big, and I, I made sure I could get, like, all the chairs in there. It's so, like 10 chairs. Oh, wow. in a that's circle, not in a table. Decent, yeah, oh, that's and a it just size. pops right up. And right, I've got it does, it, right. I've got it in my car. It pops right up. You just open it up, and it pops out. And oh. then you twist it back down. You just got this online. I got it online. It's not oh. technically a sukkah, but it will pass. Right, enough. right, right, Enough right, will be right, outside. Right, I got right. twinkle lights. I bought a... Does it have some sock on the top of it? No, it doesn't. No sock. But actually, it's a dome, so you can see through the dome. Uh, uh, yeah, because uh, it's uh, like... So you see the, see the stars. See the stars, see the stars. because the, it's, it's open <laughs> in a certain way. It's like a netting. So I'm very excited to uh, be out there. I've been cooking. Well, when you're done with the sukkah, I want you to bring it in, and we'll set it we'll up here. pop it the, up and take yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll put it, pop it up here in the office. Yeah, you can actually sit outside and eat your lunch out there. You can put it out to each other. That lunch. would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, we could do this. Yeah. Well, next Wednesday. Right. We next could actually one, bring it in next Wednesday okay. and we'll pop it up over the over the <laughs> podcast table right here. Well, Does that has the legs? I mean, is No, it, it's a it's a circle. I'm telling you, you have to see it. It's very cool. Uh, I researched uh, uh, this thing. It's a circle. Well, how does it stand itself up? I mean, how do it's you It's got arches on it. You'll see. Oh, oh, it's got oh, like these okay. arches okay. that you twist and then it untwists and these oh. arches come up. So we could put it like over here yeah. and we could be in the sukkah like when we're doing sukkah. our our show. And I can put the twinkle lights on it. Well, the main part of bringing this up is we want people to send us photos of their sukkah, but we want people, we want pictures of people, not just the sukkah. sukkah yeah. yeah, we want the people. We want nice yeah. pi- pictures of right, or in front of the sukkah, or near the and sukkah. And I'll be the first in, one yeah, to share my should, pictures. Send those in. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, even those. if they're not official sukkahs, don't be ashamed. We. Right, we right. all we practice in our right, own right, way. Right, right, the exactly. idea is to be outside, to yeah. understand the symbolism of it, 
to enjoy your, you know, whatever you need to do to make you feel like you're in sukkah out there. So. Well, so today, the temperature today is almost 70, I think. Right. I mean, it's it cool. It, 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 as soon as it's we hit. It's cooler now. Oh, I also brought yeah. a heater. I brought it with a really, really long one of those orange uh, <laughs> cords, just in case it's cold. We can put the little heater in there, too. I'm hey, all set to go. Hook, what are you going to hook it up to? Well, we are out. We have oh, cabins. Oh, you have electric. Yeah, okay, you've got we have electric. Ca- we have okay, electric, so you can yeah. have electric. Okay, so we, you have I have a, a full heater. refrigerator with a freezer. I've got <laughs> a full refrigerator <laughs> with a freezer. How do you get the food from here to there, though? I, there's another coolers. store. I have coolers with coolers. ice packs coolers and some dry packs. ice, and we get there. And What was I thinking? Why would even ask? such a question of you i mean you know I now mean, when I, we did this camping in july i did have one meltdown i said yeah. that the, one of the rookie, coolers yeah, we, you mean yeah a rookie mistake yeah well mistake. i had a rookie person that i said rookie, a rookie person. I had a rookie person i said oh i think that the ice is a little bit too melted we need to get more ice and so rather than putting the ice in bags or taking the bags out that i had the other ice in this rookie person poured the ice on top of the food, meaning that when it would melt, it was uh, going to melt into the food. Oh, yeah, so I did want, have yeah. a, a meltdown, yeah, yeah, which, I, a, which I which I it was a comment. It was a rookie mistake, right? And I mistake. I apologized for the meltdown, <laughs> but I said you have to understand. You know, there's a lot of food in those well, containers. Well, there's you know there's a lot of moving parts in that uh, <laughs> that camping trip. Um, but we are happy that you did have a successful camping trip and came back in one piece. And doing that's it again. A, that's the main. T- well, and you have to talk about, we won't talk about your neighbors, but hopefully oh, yeah. you'll have some good neighbors again this oh, well, time. Well, they were wearing Confederate flag t-shirts, I yes, will tell you. Know, yeah, well, so. All right, so we're moving right along to what is Hoshana Rabbah? Yeah, so. Why on the last you? day of uh, Sukkot. It's a semi-holiday. and it's, it's It pretty- is, and we say prayer for rain. And it's a prayer that talks about having rain during the rainy season, and so that uh, you know, for the crops and everything. And it's that's that's what this is all about. It's kind of like a mini Yom Kippur, they said too. A lot of people do a lot of studying, mm-hmm. and uh, they almost say that these these last times are you one more time you can. In fact, maybe I'm wrong about the rain part. Well, <laughs> the, it, they mentioned rain during Shmini Atzeret. Right, right, uh, right, that one. Right, right, um, right, right, right. But at the same time, these are all these holidays are related. Yes. And they're kind of finishing off the season. And what they're also saying as part of these holidays is, you know, we're not having another holiday now when these are over until Hanukkah. So, you exactly. know, absorb the, the specialness of the season. Uh, so I'd have to look at the calendar, but, uh, the, you know, um, Rosh Hashanah this year was Saturday, Sunday. Then Yom Kippur is Sunday, Monday, and then this uh, Sukkot is Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I one of the last days. I think we'd have to look that up. Well, they're usually like eight days at the end, right, eight right, days right, later, right, because right. yeah. And then the best, of course, is the one Sukkot Torah, where you get to march and sing. Unfortunately, unless your synagogue you is open, you're yeah. going to be marching and singing at your house and zooming. Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that at the synagogue no, too if, this yeah, year. Who knows? Um, yeah, but because they, there's only. Now, so much room, you'd have to sit down and march and sing in your spot. But you you, you carry the Torah around. Someone will carry, and everyone else has to sit still and not go near them. Yeah, you cannot, yeah, because now it's one person goes and gets the Torah, and they're in charge of that Torah, and then they take it to the Bema, and then... They would have um, to limit the, yeah, the you people. Can't, yeah, because that's when you trade the Torahs. Everybody gets to so carry no the Torah trading. around. You do yeah. seven, seven circles, and... Uh, you can't do that no, anymore. No, unless they get year. one whole family that has only, that's all related, they could do it that right. way. Right, you can't do that this year. So, all right, moving right along. Um, we're going to skip that. We want to go to national stories. 
And there's two from Florida. Actually, right. this was Florida, too. <laughs> yeah. um, so Florida will now offer specially licensed plate that support Israel, and it says Florida stands with Israel specialty plate. So yeah. I mean, there's a huge Jewish population in Florida, so obviously people want to buy a, you know, a, a licensed plate. And I don't think any of the money that they get, will go, a portion of the revenue generated will – Sales will benefit the first responder organization. Is that one of those kosher uh, ambulance think, services? Is I that think, what it is? I think so. Yeah. Hazala of, of Miami, Miami Dade. Dade. Okay. Yeah, and the, but they need 3,000 pre-orders in order for them to authorize those license plates. So they're actually doing a community marketing program to get people to order them. Now, I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm the first one to put up a sign. I, I don't right, have right, fear. Right. But I'm wondering... Will people be afraid to put oh, this on okay, their car that okay, their car will okay. get keyed? I don't okay. know. You might have, you know, as we get older, we get a little bit more nervous and paranoid. Right, right. And Florida has an older, I'm not like, I'm right, not putting right, a kin of horror right, on right, this or anything right, like right. that, but I'm just saying there is that chance that there would be some people with fear because I also know that, you know, mm. the signs do not stand idly by. Oh, right. That a lot of people didn't want to take, not a lot of people, there were, we want to retract that. Some, some of the people, people said they don't want to put the sign on their lawn because they're afraid of people knowing that they're Jewish. So put the mezuzah up, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, so and if you do, well, I don't, we need to follow through with that. Um, if people do have those signs and they did take a photo, they should send them into the paper because we're going to put them in. Right. We'll put those in. So stand idly by. I think that's still going right. on. Right. I, t- I sent still my picture on. to I put We have it. it. Yeah. We have it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Because I had. Probably around next spring or so. Well, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving right along. Well, and then as we mentioned earlier, Robert Kraft, yes. one of the winners of the prize, Genesis, Genesis Prize, prize right. uh, his charges were dropped on solicitation because they said that the footage mm-hmm. where they caught him was illegally obtained, and exactly. without the videos, they couldn't charge him. So, Well, I think that was his attorneys were probably arguing that, and they probably finally made their point. Or... Uh, something else happened, maybe a donation to the uh, Benevolent Fund or something like that. Maybe <laughs> some free tickets to go to the game. No one can go to the games anymore. Well, you can go this Sunday to the oh, Bengals really? game. Are they putting people six feet apart? Yeah. six. Th- I think, is it 1,500 pe- No, 6,000 people are allowed to go. Well, In fact, f- a couple of my buddies asked me if I wanted to go, and I said yes. And then I found out it's Sukkot, so I said, no, I can't go because it's Sukkot. Well, but so the Bengals will finally me, fill their ticket quota, huh? What? <laughs> Just a minute now. I'm a Bengals fan. What are you, a Bears fan from Chicago? All I'm saying is I know sometimes it doesn't get televised because they don't sell enough seats, no, right? No, no, they sell it. They, is they that televise. the baseball game that they don't televise if they don't sell enough seats? Well, there used to be, there used to be uh, that rule, but that has gone out while ago oh, that was All probably the, the last NFL, time i watched baseball right, and, well base and or nfl football. uh they've been televising uh games for i don't know it's been like 10 years now for a while yeah I mean, it's been a while because they figured you know it, it actually increases the amount of people that are interested and want to go to the game um and that stadium is like sixty thousand seats yeah it's, it's a huge stadium I, mean, I miss all that stuff we would go down and tailgate with uh my buddy Bill Lazarus and, um, you know, Ray Warren was there and Jeff Zipkin and uh, Gary Kirsch and uh, a lot of my buddies. And we would tailgate. And uh, Andy Soloff, 
Um, and we can't do that anymore. And you've made and your kosher hot dogs with unbonds? Yes, we have a kosher grill that's been <laughs> toiveled. And uh, <laughs> we would, we would, yeah, everything. We, actually, we had steaks. Oh. Bill would bring steak and baked potato and everything, you know, we'd have all that. And uh, we had a great tailgate. Mm-hmm. So we would figure, you know what? If we have a great tailgate, but they lost, it really wouldn't matter because we had a great tailgate. And Were you three sheets to the wind when the game started? Uh, no, but we used to, you know, there was, it was always a good time. <laughs> Even if they won or lost. I mean, we had a great time going to the games and tailgating and we can't do that anymore. And you know what? It'll come again. Yes. I can't, we can't wait. We're all looking forward to that. So, uh, the other national story is a United pastor takes Yom Kippur dilemma to the airline's CEO. Yeah, so she couldn't make the 805 flight. Originally, the flights had been at 805, and United had changed the flights to Israel, to Tel Aviv, to 1050. Um, and so she wrote a letter saying that because of Yom Kippur, I can't. Now, I have a question, though. I thought the airport was closed. Um, huh? I thought that uh, the huh? Israeli, that Israel, the airport oh, was, was all closed. Shut down. Yeah, so the oh. story might, she might have been able to change the time. They changed it for her, and they said, but too bad the flight's not going because we have nowhere to land. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't because they closed down. They closed the Everything's airport. Everything's shut down. Everything They're in, trying in again to shut down. very hard to get that uh, virus under control there. Well, everywhere in the world. Well, they opened to, up, right? and they opened up 100%, and uh, they got themselves in a little bit of a Started going there. up again, yeah. So, uh, also, a uh, Jewish service was held for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And as and we know, she is the first, first Jew yes. and the first woman to lie in repose, at repose, the, co- repose, repose at yeah. the court and lie in state at the Capitol. Yes. Um, and I've the, actually been to the Capitol. Have you ever been to Yes. The, okay, and you've yeah. walked through that big rotunda, mm-hmm. and that's where she was at. She right. Was, she, was, she was there. And did you see the video of her trainer doing push-ups? No. Yeah. Uh, I heard, I read about, he did like, he dropped and he did like, push-ups or yeah. something. He's going to miss his uh, client. Well, she was 90-something years old. He was still... No, she was 87. Okay, 87. So he was doing, like... She was still do- working yeah, she out? Yeah, she did working out. She worked out all the time. Oh, goodness gracious. Like that, you know, that's amazing. She did everything till the very end. She was still wow. making decisions till the end. So, internationally, we have a museum director asked to trade his freedom for a Nigerian boy. Yeah, so his name this is, is Peter. 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 And he's the director of the Auschwitz Birkenau State Memorial Museum. And he's not Jewish, but he is the director. And he heard the story of this 13 year old boy who got 120 months for blasphemy. And he volunteered to take some of the time away from the boy. Uh, his, and he asked anyone else to join him. Mm. So, um, and he said that he pledges if they do this, that he will uh, provide the boy with a proper education. That's wonderful. Well, no, we don't know the answer to this question yet, though. No, we don't. No. So, uh, also internationally, there was a time capsule found in a wall of the oldest synagogue in a British city. And there was newspapers in there. There and coins. Newspaper. Look at that. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Probably the is well, actually, in in the, in they had uh, an English-speaking Jewish newspaper. That was the one uh, that came up uh, before the Israelites, right? Which was and it had some problems uh, recently, and then it got sold, which was. Um, is it the Jewish Times of London? The Chronicle? The Jewish, Maybe Jewish it's the Chron- Jewish Chronicle. Chronicle. Is that what it is? Yeah. Jewish Chronicle? Because for a time there, when it was in limbo, um, 
there was a question whether someone was going to buy it, and someone bought it. This is maybe six months ago, right before COVID or during mm-hmm. COVID. And actually, it was after co- when COVID started. Um, because I remember that because uh, there was debate as there's someone, and someone did buy it. So they are still, they're 1841, and we are 1854. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, in the news here, there is another uh, newspaper that has gone down. Yes, yes. It's unfortunate. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, again, in the news, and she right. gave one of her lace collars along with her signed autobiography to the Museum of the Jewish People in Tel Aviv. So... That's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. They will be they will be displayed. Um, so we will also want to point out um, the coloring contest runner-up winners and other entries from the rainbow class and the barley bunch and the honey, <laughs> honey bees, bees honey bees class. These are four-year-olds and yeah. three-year-olds. The barley bunch and, and the they, some of them color four. beautifully in the lines. They really are beautiful, and they are now. Um, at um, uh, they were actually personally delivered by me to Hot Bagels last week, so they should be up on the wall, and uh, you can go see your uh, your entry and um, go check it out because you are, you know, we want to honor them and uh, and and give them a big pat on the encourage back, encourage them now, and encourage them. them yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. So we probably need one of these for them, <laughs> for those kids. So moving right along, we get to the opinion pages. So I want I, I read all three articles. Right, Why right. did a public university invite a terrorist to speak by Moshe Rob? Now Moshe was fourteen years old and living right. in Trenton, New Jersey, when the airplane with he and his siblings was hijacked by Leela Khaled. And um, she has she got a minimal, minimal sentence for this hijacking. She was part of the Palestinian Liberation Front. And um, she now goes out and speaks, and she's speaking at San Francisco State University. And he says, why does a public university invite a terrorist? And he goes on to talk about other instances that were going on where some uh, Hillel wasn't invited to certain things at that university, and yet they – and so I keep this in mind. When I then go to the next article, it's uh, what Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg taught us about the gift of time. And he goes back and he talks about the binding of Isaac in this article, Daniel Shapiro. Right. And um, that what it talks about is how she made meaning out of her life and what it was Isaac thinking about at those moments when his father, his most trusted person, um, is binding him up. And so he, uh, this article talks about, the, you know, what you go on to do with your life. Now, Moshe Rob here, he had this traumatic experience. Yes. And what did he go on to do? He actually uh, is a uh, specialist in um, security analytics. So okay. he, he took this trauma. He didn't let it uh, affect him. He moved right. on. Didn't, and we know that Isaac def- did this. Didn't let it define him. Didn't let define, it define, define him. Define him, yes. And um, although yes. he used it, and we have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, of course, above Lou Jacobs, is talking about how she's a, a sodic. Yes. And so these all are wrapped up in the time. Right now we're thinking about during this time. Right, Reflecting right, on right. what has happened in our past okay. and making the most of our time in the future. And that's really what we're asked to do as a human being is to use our so time. So you're saying you're, you're, you're relating that to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in the right. days, the 10 days of awe. Right. And, and, and thinking you're about all, kind of bringing that together. Wrapping it all up together. So if you okay. read these three articles together, you'll see that okay. I don't know if it was done on purpose, but they all smoothly work together and help you go back. kind of just came together like that. Yeah. Um, well, your editors are very good when they pick out the stories. So. Well, we all know who the editor is chief is who is it? me <laughs> <laughs> me of course what do, you, what do you 
think? You know, behind every uh, good man, there's a good woman as well. Well, that would be Carol. So you got yes. Carol, <laughs> and well, don't forget Yossi and Jean uh, yeah. and, and, and uh, Melissa. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we're all we all we all contribute. We all contribute. So in the end, it is your obligation to make the most of your time on this earth and yes. do the Especially most with what you've these, given. Right, right when we're thinking about our our reason to be and our what our deeds are and what we're doing and what we're not doing. Right, and, and, and we're just coming off that, and it's like, um, you know, you walk after after Neela service, and um, I just. It's a, it's a feeling of feeling cleansed and feeling um, fresh and new and like... You get another chance to start over. Exactly, and, and turning over a new leaf and you just come out of there. It's just kind of like this feeling of newness and, and new beginnings. And so that relates to that, what you're talking about right there with the feelings of... Uh, um, you know, how we feel when we come out of Yom Kippur service. Right. And, 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 the, and, and you have all sorts of singing that goes with that. Yeah, you have, yeah. you know, the, I, I'll never, I'm going to butcher it, the Unitemnateka. What? The who, <laughs> who by Fire, you know, like the Leonard oh, Cohen oh, song. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. That. I'm going to butcher okay. that, that okay, one good. Okay. But, you know, it's that, you know, who by Fire, who by this. You think who about by those stoning, things, right? Who by beheading. Right. Who by, well, know, yeah, we don't want really, get really horrible. His song didn't go that graphically. Okay. But, um, you know, it's that you're I've thinking about all that the, song. Oh, you haven't heard the I Leonard Cohen? I need to get some Leonard Cohen in my life. Yeah, you do. Well, that Hallelujah song he does is fantastic. I mean, it's one of the most wonderful songs there is. It is. It's he must have been a good bar mitzvah boy. <laughs> we need to look in. I need to look into that more. Yeah, and actually, um, they, Leah Leibowitz did an autobiography. Remember, he's from that, that other yeah. podcast, Unorthodox. He did okay. an autobiography. He's a big fan and got to meet Leonard Cohn before he died and talks about that also. In this. Oh. But you should listen to the song, Who by Fire. It, it, it's, okay. it's that prayer. It's all... Okay. It's all wrapped up in the binding of Isaac and the right, whole right, story. Right, They're all related. Yes. Right, right. Okay. So moving on to our favorite page, page 18, the page of high of life. So this is from In the Beginning in 1854, Cincinnati Israelitish Institutions by Samuel Bruhl, and this is continued. Yet this beautiful synagogue, K.K. Benny Israel, Rockdale Temple was so contracted in all its parts, it was finally impossible to accommodate the rapidly increasing and rising community at length. Urgent necessarily compelled them to tear it down and raise another in accordance with the requirements of its members. In the summer of 1852, the cornerstone of the contemplated building was ceremoniously laid. A bottle contained the date, names of the officers, coins, and the journals of the day and et cetera, et cetera, was deposited and was securely covered with the engraved stone tablet of the first synagogue. The new building is erected partly on the sacred ground of the former one, located at the southeast corner of 6th and Broadway streets, which would be 6th and Broadway. Is, I think there's, is that, that's where Procter & Gamble is now, 6th and Broadway. Um, it is beautifully finished, and no expense has been spared, so as to class it among the elegant and holy tabernacles, ta- holy tabernacles of Israel, where $40,000 has been expended exclusive of the valuable grounds on which it stands in the ele- erection of the edifice. So 
July fourteenth, eighteen fifty four. Nowadays, forty thousand will maybe. Well, this redo is more kitchen. like forty million. <laughs> yeah. That would be like forty thousand to your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, also one hundred fifty years ago, um, this is one hundred fifty. That's one. That was one hundred sixty six. So, the past holidays were celebrated in Cincinnati with all the solemnity and devotion of the good old days. The temples were filled with worshipers. The Hazanim and the choirs gave us their best in an elegant style. The preachers exhibited their full powers of eloquence. And then the next three are wanted ads. One yes, ads. They yes. want a governess for the orphan asylum in Cleveland. They want uh, between $5,000 and $8,000 for investment into a business. And a Hebrew and German teacher, which we see a lot of. They both look for Hebrew and for German here in Cincinnati. Those are both two important languages to the Jewish community at that time. This is from October 7, 1870. Yeah, and then... Moving we, on 100 years ago. 100 years ago, there are so many great yes, stories. So the first yeah. one is Lily Benzinger, and right. I was able to look her up. She was a social worker. She never married. Um, her Actually, her mother and father married. Her mother was quite young. Her mother was only 16 when they married, and her father was from Benz, from Germany. His name was Wolf Benzinger, mm. and they were actually from Kentucky, but she came up here to work at Wise Center. And below that is, a, okay, I want you to follow this. Okay. So it's Miss Olga Weiss the daughter of Mrs. Ray Weiss, um, marries Maurice, and his middle name was Hendricks Schott. It's not listed there, but it's Hendricks right. Schott. And they got married on September 26th of 1920. Now, okay. Olga was at that time 23, and Maurice was 35. And okay. they had two children, but unfortunately, within six years of their marriage, um, Maurice passed away. Well, that would have been when he was so 41. Six, 41. So, and he that's, left her. She was 29 young. with that's, two babies. That's very young. So she was widowed, and I couldn't find any evidence that she married again. But they had two children. Okay. Robert Schott. Right. right. And Susan Schott. Susan married Louis Block. Right. And he passed away, and then she later married Sidney Litvak. So okay. Susan was the mother of Thomas Black, who's w- Block, whose wife is Judy. Richard Block, whose wife is Joyce, and Barbara, whose wife is O.J. Cohn. So Barbara, huh? O.J. Cohn is Amy Diamond's brother. Right, right. Okay. Now, she was the stepmother of Susie Litvak Brandt, who's married to Bob Brandt. Oh. oh and they're very involved in the Jewish community. Okay. And Judy Litvak Roth, who is also very involved in the Jewish community. Oh. Now, Robert Schott, right. um, who actually passed away in 2000, he married to Eleanor. Right. And he's the father of Douglas and Marilyn Schott. And Andrew and Dr. Sally Richards shot, and we talked about Sally Richards a few weeks ago, that she was the first Saturday bat mitzvah at Rockdale Temple. So all interwined, all family members that are still involved in Cincinnati, which is amazing. Well, I know Andrew shot. He's an attorney, and um, he... I, it's interesting because I grew up in North Avondale and they're from North Avondale. So the father, his father, Robert, Mm -hmm. I think they were, I don't know where they were on, where they lived in North Avondale, but I know that they're from North Avondale. So they live near you. They live near me. We lived on Lennox Place. And so they were, I don't, I don't know what street they were on, but they were from North Avondale. Yeah, so a lot of people have sent their connections. Yeah, yeah, a lot of connections, and that's why we love from the pages now below that it says the American Disabled Veterans of the World War, which originated in Cincinnati last winter, and And we we talked about about a few weeks ago. It's Judge Robert Marx's organization that he began. Began it, yeah. And then below that, it says Mr. and Mrs. S. Marcus Fetchheimer have given five thousand to Harvard University for the establishment of the Harvest. 
Harvard B- Graduate School of Business, a fund known right. um, because their son Nathan passed away oh. at 17 years old. It was in memory of him. He was preparing to go to Harvard. Now, I did some research on this. It was in almost every major newspaper. The story was in the oh New York Times. It was all over the country, the story. But they must have been a very well-known family. A lot of people came into Cincinnati for the funeral of this young boy. It said he died of a hemorrhage. But let's also remember, oh. this was the time of the H1N1 flu, so you don't okay, know what okay, led up to okay. this. But this must have been a major oh. funeral and, and great brought great sadness to it the Fetchheimer family. I mean. Right. And, and after that, I noticed there were a lot of other Nathan Fetchheimers that he was named for, that were named for him later on, who became also famous. There was another one that was a, a big PhD. Oh. That, uh, another. So okay. another Nathan Fetchheimer. So it must have been a relative who was named for in All right, so memory. the Fetchheimers was Fetchheimer uniform. Correct, and, correct. Uh, so I know people that are related to them. Uh, and they're still here in Cincinnati. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And the Fetchheimer uniform is now owned by Warren Buffett. Right. Yes. A yeah. lot of big connections down there. A lot there. of big connections. So uh, 75 years ago, the Sisterhood of the Newport, Kentucky Synagogue held its first meeting at the synagogue on Wednesday, September 19th. Plans for the coming year were discussed. Now, this is very interesting because when was there a Kentucky, New York, Newport, Kentucky synagogue? There, we'll have to look into that. There's we need to look into that. Yeah. And I also know that um, a good friend of ours, of the American Israelite, Zell Shulman, I think grew up in Kentucky, and she might be able to give us some information on Newport, Kentucky. Also, 75 years ago, this is when uh newport and now newport was known as a like a gambling uh uh, uh, gambling mecca Mecca, hub (laughs) hub mecca it was wild there okay so you had um a number of um you know like uh, i guess there would be gambling halls or restaurants that had gambling there in them and obviously there must have been jews there right to have a synagogue, that's a lot of Jews to have a synagogue there and that were maybe involved in the gambling. Right, right. We're, okay. We, we like to gamble, even though we probably shouldn't be gambling. We like to gamble. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like playing in the stock market. <laughs> okay. Well, it is like playing in the stock market. The stock market we is like legal, take, legalized yeah, gambling. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you so know, there's a it's lot inter- of Jews. It's very in interesting, yeah. There's a lot of Jews in small towns in Kentucky. Right. In fact, there's even a, sto- a book called... The Jew store. It's about, you know, Jews coming into the small towns okay. all over the country, and it's in the South particularly, right. and starting what they would call Jew stores huh. in town. That Some of them became major department stores later on. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. So, um, and then 50 years, 50 ago, years ago, we have we have three weddings, and I'm going to talk about one specifically, Marion and Fred Oranger. It's the 50th anniversary of their wedding. And when I called, she was so excited. They both were <laughs> excited that she put they put me on speakerphone, and they, they were, she was hoping that we would have one of our from the pages on her story. <laughs> and she sent me a picture. It's a beautiful picture. And they told me that, of course, they got married at Golf Manor with Rabbi Greenfield. And then they went to Michigan for their honeymoon. Huh. And she said it was very special because her mother and her mother's father, her grandfather, walked her down the aisle along with an uncle. And she wore a long dress that was beautiful that she got downtown. And her maid of honor was Nina Reed Shadoff. <laughs> and as I said, they went to northern Michigan for their honeymoon, and they had two children. They had a boy, Howie, who 
who uh, lives in out of town in Michigan, and a daughter, Amy Hamilton, who lives in Texas. And they actually just had a bar mitzvah during Zoom. Uh-huh. So one of their grandchildren got a bar mitzvah during Zoom. So Fred was an engineer at GE, and they actually met at the JCC. And she was working um, for her. Uh, she was working in real estate at that time, mm-hmm. and they ended up they stayed they stayed in Cincinnati. And for their 50th anniversary, they had a whole event because it was also Marion's 75th birthday. They were going to uh-huh. have this whole party. They had this whole party set up. And unfortunately, they had a Zoom. Yeah. They, well, they ended up not doing anything. I was very disappointed. But um, she was so excited that, that I, and so excited during the conversation. Um, also, the ladies' dresses were in blue because I had asked about that. And the men tuxes were white jackets with black bow ties. And she also wants us to know that she reads The Israelite from cover to cover, and, and she was just very excited. And I, I, for this, Ted, I am going to personally deliver one of your calendars to them. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, we, we want to shout out so a ma- nice. Mazel Tov to It's them. a Mazel Tov. And sure, it's so they, nice I, when you call now, someone and they're excited and they want to share their story. It's interesting because I got a call yesterday from someone that is, I think, 96 that had to uh, – that wanted to call and um, – she wanted to just call and talk and say how much she liked reading the paper. Oh, that's nice. And uh, she said, um, actually, and she was sending her renewal from Texas. And so I started talking to her and talking and talking. She was a longtime Cincinnati and then moved there. And uh, she loves reading the paper. And it's just, it just kind of warms your heart. It really yeah. does. It warms your heart to get those kind of phone calls. Um, we get a lot of complaint phone calls, but <laughs> it's nice to get those kind of phone calls. Yeah, so once in a while, when you read something that you really like, send a note. I read this, yeah, I really enjoyed right. it, or right. I heard this, and I really enjoyed right. it. So, oh, it, it perks up the whole staff. It perks up me. It perks up the staff. Everybody just loves those kind of heartfelt uh, uh, heartfelt things. It's, it's really wonderful. So there's two more an- 50th yep. anniversaries. Um, but unfortunately, in both instances, the husbands are no longer with uh-huh. us. Um, but uh, Nancy Goldhagen, she married, she was actually Nancy Victor. She married uh, Michael Goldhagen, and he passed away, I think, just last year. Uh, But her announcement was in the Israelite. And then Donna Gail Mallon, she was married to Kenneth Weinberg, and their actually their wedding announcement was, was not over not only in the Israelite and the Cincinnati Inquirer, but it was also in the New York Times oh. as he was an executive um, with Procter and Gamble. Unfortunately, oh. he died quite young at sixty, oh, wow. and uh, but the there was a, quite a write up um, for their honeymoon. They went to Rome, Italy, Paris, France, and London. And I only went to Key West. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> He must have, you know, before he passed away, they probably had a lovely life, and they were in New York at the end. So, and she still well, lived. We had a wonderful time in Key West. Me and my lovely yeah, did, wife, you, we had a wonderful time there. We went to the Bahamas, and it rained the whole time. And I was studying <laughs> for my, I was studying for finals for my MBA. Uh, so yeah, rained the entire time. In fact, it rained through the ceiling of the hotel room. Really? Yeah. We had a great time in Key West. It was yeah. wonderful, wonderful time. My lovely wife Stephanie, mm-hmm. shout out. Anyway, uh, so 25 years ago, uh, Steve and Bonnie Schwartz Rab, Rab, Rabin, Rabin, Rabin. Rabin announced the birth of a daughter, Jessica Rose, September 23rd. Jessica is a sister of Jordan and Sarah. Right. And yeah. I go back with Bonnie Schwartz like many, many years. Um, I knew her when I was in high school, and I remember one time um, her parents were having a party, so they needed a bartender. 
So I was like 18. This is the summer before I went away to, you know, I yeah. graduated Warner Hills and was going to Ohio U. And I was the bartender at their party. And I remember this. I was all dressed up. <laughs> you know, in my nicest clothes, probably a suit, uh, you know, like a shirt and a tie. I didn't have you a suit. You probably thought you were quite the operator then. I was handing out those beers and making those. You well, know, but drinking it, you probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was well, doing. I, I actually yeah. remember when Jessica was born, I remember her because our kids are around the same age, and I believe Sarah and my daughter Melissa were friendly, and I believe Sarah uh-huh. was an artist, and I think she did some like cards that we bought from her many, many years ago, but I do remember Jessica being born, and mm-hmm. I, 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 our kids were connected somehow. So Bonnie is uh, hooked up with, she does, I think, medical mar- marijuana consulting, some kind yeah. of consulting. And I don't know, I don't, I don't understand some of that stuff, but I think she's... She's licensed, she's a, um, okay. a MSW, a Master in Social so Work, she, and she's you, got counseling okay, experience, count, yeah. Okay, so... And so she does counseling, and she is licensed. For people that have, like, pain and stuff like that. Correct, and so she does. Likely. She's probably on the internet, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and then uh, 10 years ago, we've got the Isaac Mayer, Isaac Mayer Wise Temple... Uh, continued its uh, its major contribution of food to the Cincinnati Free Store Food Bank and brought 17,002 pounds of food this past Yom Kippur, an offering sufficient to complete feed, completely feed over 4,858 people for a full day. Wow. And then below wow. that, it talks about how Rabbis Without Borders had just begun. Yes, it just started. And Rabbi Laura Baum, who is now... The head, the head of Rockworn yes, yeah. um, was yeah. picked for this program. So yes. very exciting, and shout out to Rabbi Baum. So we, we don't have this very often, but we definitely wanted to bring up Cheryl Pockros's book review this 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 time. And uh, you wanted to talk about it because she She's, talks about... She ta- um, it's a historical fiction, and she talks right. about how those are difficult to write because they have to actually go back and do the research. So the book is called The Convert by Stephen Hertzman, and it's... It takes place sometime during the uh, Inquisition, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, the Crusades, and the and uh, I'm not going to go through the whole review of the book, but it it's it sounds like it's a wonderful book. I'd like to recommend. I'm going to read the book based on reading her review of it, and I love historical fictions. I've read a lot of them, and I also love. People who have written memoirs that get printed. Right. Uh, I've read a number of those. Uh, there's actually one about a Jewish woman that she wrote, like maybe the 1700s, that was translated. So, right. Great. I'm going to read this book, and I want to recommend. So we everyone recommend else. it. Yeah. Yes. So the convert by Stefan S T E F A N Hertmans Hertmans. Yep. So moving right along, I think we're almost done. Yeah. Um, oh, we did want to go through the death notices, too. So there's um, the passing of Rhoda Leitner, who is is the mother right. of one of the... Perry, sons, Perry, Perry. Leitner, Perry Leitner uh, elector. So she's from... Electrician. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So she's from... She's done quite a bit of work for the American Israelite. Yeah. And me, yeah. And then there is she's Natalie nice Grower, 91, a Holocaust survivor, and... The well, wait a minute. We want to do this other series. Okay. E- so... Eli, oh, Eli Wegweiser. He was a young. He was only twenty six. Right. So he we, went to Yavna with my children. Okay. And uh, Marvin Wick. Yeah. Marvin Wick. He was. And I then Elena the yeah. and Elena Oshowitz. And Elena oh, Oshowitz. So, um, but then there's a story here about Ex- Natalie Grower, yeah. ninety one, a Holocaust survivor who was only ten years old when she was taken away. Yep. A friend of hers actually turned her in. 
to the Nazis, mm. a non-Jewish friend, mm. and uh, she went to the camps. And then later she became the shower girl where she was at given the, ca- the tea at the camp. He, at the at camp. The camp, she was a shower she girl. Co- she collected the clothes of those who thought they Ugh. were going to the showers when they were actually going to the gas chambers. Um, and she talks about some of the tortures that she witnessed. Mm-hmm. And um, when they found her, when it was over, and she was the Allied forces came in, she was only 16 years old and she weighed a total of 83 pounds. But she did meet her husband, Moshe in the displaced persons camp, right. and um, they married at 18, and she survived by four children, six grandchildren, and 12. So she know what she took, her history, mm-hmm. just like we talked, and she right. made the most of it, and, and she has produced right, 12 right, great-grandchildren. Right. You know, this is like piss on you, Hitler. <laughs> so uh, she showed him. She, yes. she lived through it. Yes, and she uh, kept going. She and her maiden going. name was Rosenwald. Okay. So, so may their memory be a blessing. Yes. And um, yes, so we get to our favorite part of the program, and that is our joke of the week. So I'm going to lead off the joke of the week with. Um, so this is from the Encyclopedia of Jewish Humor, from biblical times to the modern age, compiled and edited by Henry Spalding. So, Grandma had just finished celebrating her 92nd birthday when she became ill. One of her grandchildren called the doctor. You're going to make me better? Grandma asked, hopefully, question mark. The kind-hearted doctor took her withered hand in his, in his and attempted to soothe her without diminishing his professional ethics. Booby, he said, when one approaches the century mark, all kinds of little ailments, aches, and pains happen. You must understand, my dear, that I am a doctor, not a magician. I cannot make you any younger. Younger, cried Grandma impatiently. Who's asking you to make me any younger? Just do me a favor and make me grow older. Lots older. (laughs) That's actually actually pretty funny. You pick good jokes. Well, that's Carol. Carol was one that picked those jokes. Carol. So we want to thank Carol Hershenson for picking out that great joke. And picking out great stories from the pages. Um, We want to send another Mishaberic to Daniel Hoffheimer for continuous healing. We want to give credit to Melissa House for producing this. We also want to remind everyone that on October 18th, there is a food drive for Jewish Family Service. Uh-huh. You just gave me a bag of food to take. Right. It's from 9 to 12 at Adith Israel, and uh, we hope you all run over a bag over there. Remember to send in your sukkah post pictures. Right. And, of course, I want everyone to know that on the back, Second Lex page, there are some good coupons for artisan breads from the Breadsmith and my favorite wine, Rhinos to go over and get some good ice cream over at Rhinos. And remember, it's yogurt, certified. Yeah, yogurt. And, yeah, certified yogurt. And it's certified kosher. It is kosher. Mm-hmm. And remember that your vote counts. So you need to remember to go vote. Make sure you fill out your forms. And if you have to sign, uh, sign the outside of the envelope, make sure you sign, sign the outside of the envelope. Sign and put a stamp on. Yes, yes. So that uh, brings our show to a conclusion today. And uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us and listening in. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And have and a good week, a safe week. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll be on we next week. We want to hear about your sukkahs. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so I guess we're done. Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone.